Hey, December football, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Formula today. How about two defensive touchdowns and a special team? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. Job, fellas, and that's what it takes. That's December football, right? Pick each other up. That's what I saw today. I saw people picking each other up, and we were not leaving here without what we came for, and that was that win. You got this one, okay? You went one and zero this week. Guess what you got to do next week? Okay, you got a division game on the road next week at Cincinnati. Back in our division, mindset does not change. We have to work everything we do this week to get ready for Sunday. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome in to the Monday, December 5th, Victory Monday edition of the OBR Film Breakdown presented by FanDuel. Your Cleveland Browns head down to Houston, get a 27-14 win in a game that, listen, this game wasn't very pretty. A lot of, uh, I think, expectations were failed to be met. But again, you're 5-7, and seven, they go down and get a win. It's hard to be mad about your team winning a football game. These things are never easy to do in the NFL, especially... Traveling down to Houston to play a one and nine team that is uh, a clearly they had the added motivation of trying to shut down Deshaun Watson upon his return. Not many things that that organization is holding on to on the positive side right now, and I think it was pretty clear that Houston had a more attacking nature to their you know to their game. This is um, probably the fourth week in a row I've seen somebody play Houston, and especially on the offensive side of the football because their defense is pretty. It's pretty strong. It's it's not perfect, but it has some uh, schematic uh, intricacies that are that are a little different than the rest of the league, and they have some talent on that side of the ball that plays hard. That offenses have, have sort of sleptwalk through games. Now, when Kyle Allen's starting on the other side of the football, it obviously is not uh, consistently going to produce points. And the Browns did some things to to sort of push that off course, but. Uh, you know, this game, again, it was a trap game. It was a lot on the line in terms of uh, Cleveland going down there, Watson's first game back. And, you know, he didn't play well. He's going to grade really poorly. And it's probably the worst quarterback performance we've seen from the Browns this year. But, again, 700 days off, a lot of moving parts. You could you could certainly tell he was uh, zealous. He was, he was uh, sped up. You know, this is what we're going to kind of talk about. I've got three things for this Monday quick hitter. If you want to hear a longer take about what happened thoughts on it we have i posted yesterday's obr twitch show you can go check that out that's me brad ward and andrew spade uh, on that show i'll do the all 22 breakdown for you tomorrow but i wanted to come on and quick hit a couple things that stood out to me from the tv view obviously watson didn't play all too well uh, missed on too many third downs where the browns went four of 13 when he had options obviously the interception which was a two-man route concept that jalen petrie played perfect uh, to get that interception off Watson, dealing with pressure. Froholt and Jedrick Wills split, uh, a man split both of those guys, shouldn't have gotten through, that didn't help. It looked like there was some miscommunication on the arrival of the play. Who was supposed to be where, doing what? Uh, a lot of communication between players stepping up to the line. Nick Chubb actually came up to up to uh, Watson right before the snap and was asking, you could see sort of asking what was going on. So I didn't think the process was very clean on the day, but... Um, you know, to to the point on Watson, 
Easton didn't play well. I thought he was a, a the eyes were dropping too quick. You could see the speed of the game was new to him. You can have practice reps, that stuff all the time. But again, reminder, 2020, there were no fans in the stands, very few fans in the stands. His first real live loud stadium action, 2019. It's been a while. So there's a lot here. And I think even people like myself underestimated that. But you got to call a spade a spade, and he didn't play well. Uh, he left too many plays on the field. He was his whole process was sped up in terms of the low throws. Anytime that's happening, that's what that's when a guy is trying to speed everything up. The arms beating the back hip through. That's going to lead to throws that end up low. I didn't like it. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, he's going to be rusty. I think that we're all expecting that. But they need him to be better, especially with what's on the line these last six games of the year. We'll talk about that a little later, but. He just, um, we'll pick it apart. I'm going to write an article that'll be up for Monday morning consumption. He wasn't good. He wasn't good. He's got to be better. But again, it's like, what were your expectations in the first game back for this guy? To me, my expectations weren't through the roof. I thought he would be okay. He'd be fine. But I didn't think he was going to light the world on fire. He was a little worse than I anticipated. But again, you start to slow down, think about everything going on, what he's trying to prove, feels a way to the world. You know, largely his fault, right? Putting a lot of things on his own plate here, but that can all add up, and I think it's certainly manifested in his performance on the field. Another thing, the second point I want to talk about today is the offense changed, man. They, I'll give you direct numbers of RPOs that they ran, but they ran, again, coming into this year through the first three years from Kevin Stefanski, the Browns had run six total charted RPOs. They ran... As far as my early calculation, I think I got him at eight RPOs in this game. A lot of the read flat wheel stuff. If you read my article last week about wrinkles the Browns could put in for Watson, they were on full display. Slice stuff where they're, they're leaking a tight end across the formation to the flat. You're reading the backside end. They did read option stuff off of pen pull, off of power. Uh, all that stuff was in play. They were in empty. Every little wrinkle that he has put on tape in terms of what the Texans did in his best year it was on display, and I was really surprised by how much the, the, the Browns' offense sort of changed. They they did a lot more gun run. I mean, like I said, the breadcrumbs were there, but I didn't know how much they would do, and they were all in, two feet all in, on the reflat wheel stuff that I wrote about last week, and that was all over the tape. You saw a little bit of Watson running. You saw some read option stuff. You saw more inside zone blocking. Like I said, I'll have the specifics of that for you tomorrow. But that is certainly what is most uh, what stood out to me the absolute most in this one from first watch is exactly that. The offense changed. They had a bunch of stuff for Watson. They put it in. That was all stuff he's been comfortable with with the Texans. We'll see if they have more. Browns kind of shut it down from a creativity standpoint. L- late third quarter, f- fourth quarter was completely, uh, completely predictable run game stuff as the game was out of touch. But, yeah, I mean, that is... Uh, that's that's a bit uh, surprising. It was a bit jarring for me seeing how often they ran that stuff. So we will, uh, on Chalk Talk, go through that on Tuesday night. Article up for you uh, as you go through your Monday if you want to check it out on what those schematic tweaks look like in application. So um, that's available for you. We're going to take our only qu- uh, quick break uh, on this quick-hitting Monday episode. Got a couple more little topics to hit on. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Telling you again about the... Fantastic offer coming up from FanDuel, America's number one sports book, which is coming to the Buckeye State at the turn of the year. They're already available. If you go in, sign up, you get $100 in free bets with an early sign-up bonus. Now, again, reminder, you cannot get this offer if you wait around and do it after the turn of the new year when, when it's a go-live date for sports betting in Ohio. You have to do it early. You get an early sign-up bonus by using the promo code 
OBR, very simple, just OBR, get that sign-up bonus, right? Get $100 in free bets. Just have to download the FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app, safe, secure, super easy to use. I already do it for some of the shows that I do on Sundays just to look at lines and give advice. Download that app. Ohio, it's your chance to get in on the action. Join today. Again, promo code OBR. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Again, the disclaimer, 21 and older. You'll be present in Ohio. Bonuses issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio, 1-1 of 2023. Unique user identity verification is required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Defense deserves credit, guys. They played well. They played well enough to win. Wasn't perfect. They certainly uh, will frustrate you at times. But when you look back at the numbers, it wasn't bad. They only allowed 73 rushing yards to Pierce, 8 to Agumbawale. They only allowed... Uh, net rushing yards of 82, two straight games holding opponents under 100 rushing yards. Big step in the right direction, right? Uh, you know, 61 plays that held them to a 4.6 yard average, only 283 net yards. And again, what they've done all year, and I think they've gotten better at as years wore on compared to last year, third down stops, held the Texans to one of 12, and got off the field. Not this time, well, I should say, also got off the field via punt. Last week they held Tampa to nine punts, which is a staggering number. This week, seven punts from the Texans. And then, obviously, the takeaways. Those are never something you can totally count on, but they were due. Two huge takeaways. Well, three huge takeaways. I mean, the first play of the game was a blown coverage, lucky situation. The second takeaway, the um, quarterback sneak from the goal line, was a nice punch out by Taki Taki. So that's an earned takeaway to punch that football out. 
and then obviously creating the tip by Winovich that Tony Fields is able to pick off and run back. That's a created turnover. And then the punt return turnover that they were able to get um, you know, off of the fumble from the Texans there. Obviously, all of those are huge. But the defense in this one, again, encouraging steps in the right direction, keeping a team under 300 yards. And I know Kyle Allen's, you know, he's not very good. He's not very good at all. And this, the, the threats from Texans weren't very good. But you just had to be solid. You had to create some momentum. And they did that. They created momentum. They stopped drives. And another thing that's been very apparent is they're holding teams to field goals on drives that get down into the red zone. They've done a really nice job with that and had a really huge early down, uh, sorry, early game four down stop down near the goal line, including a great play from Grant Delpit to undercut that fullback flat route uh, and knock that thing loose and stop that fourth down play. So they deserve credit. Again, they have not changed my opinion on Joe Woods. They've not changed my cumulative opinion on some of the personnel. But when they do play well, they deserve to be told, hey, they played well. They carried the team in this one, no doubt about it. Can't even argue that. The special teams performing two huge swing plays. The punt return by Donovan Peoples-Jones in the second quarter when it was still a 5-0 game late into that one. About uh, just under four minutes left. Completely changed the complexion of the first half. Sends Cleveland into the locker room with a lead. It's a fantastic return from Donovan Peoples-Jones, who I noted the week before, a couple of those returns he had against Tampa, you could see it was starting to click for him, the speed at which guys are getting downfield, how to find the right lanes. It was, it's was it been on display, and I'm glad it really manifested itself with a, a punt return touchdown, and then obviously creating a, um, a punt return fumble that you end up getting the football on. Those are all huge swing plays. So a shout-out to the special teams unit for doing what they did, and obviously kudos to the defense as well. This was a game that the offense didn't play well, and sometimes in the NFL, your offense doesn't play well when you need the other two areas to pick it up. I'm sure that the offense would say they needed some of that earlier in the year, didn't get it. They got it today. They get a win. We're going to close with something that we need to close with, which is that the AFC North pretty much uh, went out uh, of, of picture. If both Baltimore, who lost Lamar Jackson, we'll see the duration of which they lost Lamar. If he... uh comes back anytime soon that'll be interesting but Baltimore loses Lamar early and then shut out pretty much the whole game and then they go on a 90 plus yard touchdown drive to win it 10-9 over Denver Denver is a miserable football team miserable and then obviously Cincinnati is the kryptonite to Kansas City win by three in that one both of those teams are eight and four now the Browns do get a game with both of them but the Browns sitting five and seven those two teams sitting eight and four Baltimore's pretty Pretty relaxed schedule toward the end of the year. And then obviously Cincinnati, although a harder schedule, is playing really good football. I think you can lay to bed any outside hope. If the Browns got to 5-7, to seven, Baltimore fell to 7-5. and five. Since he fell to 7-5, and five, you had both of them on the schedule coming up. You could talk yourself into it, but it's really kind of hard to feel like you could talk yourself into it at this point. So now as you start to map out how potentially the Browns could get to the playoffs, which probably involves going undefeated the rest of the way, maybe a small slimmer of uh, hope there if you lose one game and go to 9-8 and eight if you win those other five. It is all predicated on the wild card. And the unfortunate part, not to put a damper on your victory Monday, the unfortunate part is that a lot of those teams that will be fighting in the wild card won those head-to-head battles with the Browns. I think Patriots, Jets, Chargers, uh, some of those are going to be tough to overcome. But all they can do is go week by week. Heavy emphasis on 1-0 and for the week from the organization after the game. They just got to take this thing... Uh, as incrementally as they can uh, to try to put themselves in the best position 
to have a good end of the year and potentially an outside shot to make the playoffs. So 1-0, not perfect. They certainly need more from their quarterback coming out of this thing in the next week where they go to Cincy, who's on top of the world right now playing great football, both sides of the ball. They present a tough challenge, but it seems like for KC's kryptonite is Cincy, Cincy's kryptonite has been Cleveland, who's always given them tough games in the last three or four years. So we'll see if the Browns are ready to step up to that challenge. And to do that, to step up to that challenge, they need Deshaun Watson to be the guy he's supposed to be. I know it's early. It's asking a lot. But that's why you paid him. So the expectations are going to be there. Listen, we'll see. We'll cover it all this week. Try to give you insight as best we can. Talk about the Bengals. Lot on the line. Huge game Sunday. We'll cover it all. We'll recap this one. Cover everything moving forward. I appreciate you guys stopping by this uh, OBR Film Breakdown podcast presented by FanDuel. Make sure to check out the website for some great content today, including player grades, performance analysis, some film stuff, and much, much more. Guys, have a great Monday, Victory Monday, and as usual, go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.